Welcome to Spiritual Warrior TV and Podcast, your go-to channel for everything related to spirituality, metaphysics, personal development, and well-being. I'm your host, Renzo Ruiz Haas, and I'm on a journey myself as a truth seeker and as an explorer to discover and to share with you all the best tips, tools, and different approaches that contribute to nourish our souls, embrace our humanity, and help us incarnate the greatest and brightest expression of ourselves. Because when we become better versions of ourselves, we make this world a better place. Yeah. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Spiritual Warrior TV and Podcast. And today, I have with me a very special guest. He's got the heart of a lion, so in tune with his magic in life. <laughs> He has performed as a magician, hypnotist, and mentalist, both as a in the, on the streets and also on stage for many people around the world, including celebrities like Drake, Busta Rhymes, Wyclef Jean, and many more. I want to give a big warm welcome to the one and only David Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for the beautiful welcome and intro, my brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> My pleasure, bro. It's a pleasure to have you here. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, man. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> I just wanted to share a little story of uh, when I first, well, the only time I saw you in person, and that was back here, like, that was probably 10 years ago, more or less. And it was at Alexandra's place. She was throwing a little, uh, I think it was her birthday party, something. And, yeah. uh, you were there, man, just in the, in the crowd and like, Just pull up a $5 bill in the air. I'm like, who's this dude? Like showing money. I like, you know, like caught my attention. I'm like, what was this all about? <laughs> you just pull up this magic trick where you turn a $5 bill into a $100 bill. And I was mind blown by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's, man. That, that was one of the first pieces of magic that I learned outside of a deck of cards. It's, it's definitely gotten me a lot of mileage. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty, pretty impressive, I gotta admit. Thank you. Now, I know I introduced you as a magician, hypnotist, mentalist, but obviously your activity has evolved mm. as much as you have evolved. And you recently made a post about, a, you know, you channeling an entity called Thought. And that really caught my attention. It was Dude, what is that's awesome because I I heard about channeling before and I, I you know I've been following Bashar for quite a few years now so I kind of knew what channeling was all was all about but for the people that are watching right now that have like big question marks mm. and they're wondering what channeling is I think you can explain that in a more eloquent way <laughs> so can you tell our audience here what is channeling yeah absolutely um so 
channeling is really a natural state that each and every one experience each and every one of us experiences in different ways you know so for example you know if you've ever had the experience where you're giving a loved one advice and as you're giving that advice it just feels like it's not even you talking you're just like channeling this effortless wisdom to the point where not only are they blown away with what you're saying you're even just like whoa yeah that was really good right because it doesn't feel like any thought is taking place it's just flowing through you so that's a channeling state you know another word for it is calling um being in the zone you know so anytime you're let's say uh, a musical artist when they have a song come through they know all of a sudden they just get this hit they're like oh i have to stop everything and i need to stop and just write because they could feel a channel opening up where this song is wanting to be birthed through them and so they stop and they write the song and and again it feels like this effortless state so it takes on many different forms from whether you're an athlete or a musical artist or what have you but the more you learn to bring consciousness to the state the more you can use it as like a radio tuner so that you can channel different things as at will such as your own higher wisdom angels spirit guides ascended masters so on and so forth so it's really a skill of being able to get out of the way and allow wisdom allow other consciousness to flow through you love it man i couldn't have explained it any better there you go it's <laughs> awesome and how did your journey started with thought how did you started Telling thought in particular. Yeah. Um, so thought, my, my journey with thought is very interesting, you know. So the very first time, the very first time that I met thought was actually during a shroom trip. And <laughs> I, I actually forgot about this part of the story because I remembered it starting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm 100% transparent, you know. So I'm, I, I, I remembered it starting later, but it was only recently. I'm like, oh, wait, no, actually, the first time I met Thoth was I was doing a, a shroom trip with my students, my, um, who I was teaching energy and intuition, um, yeah, the art of energy and intuition to. And so it was in a very intentional setting. And um, I brewed the tea the way the shamans would brew the tea. And yeah, because it's all about that set and setting right? Absolutely. We do it. That's so important. And that's what I, I tell people, not that I've, you know, I, there, there are some stuff that I can't really talk about right now mm -hmm. for some particular reasons. Of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I do feel it. And, I, and I've heard it too uh, from many experts that, you know, <laughs> exploring this, that set and setting is, is really key for that. Oh, it definitely makes a difference, you know, because a lot of people might use it recreationally just to like have fun and move around. Um, but, you know, the shamans, the way that they regarded shrooms or psilocybin is they called it the forgiving plant because it forgives you for forgetting who you truly are. Wow. <laughs> so it's so it's so when you approach it in that way and with that intention, you bring yourself on a path of remembrance, you know, and the and obviously the intention that you put into something equals the manifestation and energy you get out of it. So in this scenario, that was the playing field that was set. You know, it was it was really with um, reverence to, to the plant, to the mushroom. And during my trip, I was, I, I was doing it eyes closed. And so during my trip, during eyes closed, I found myself in such a deep trance state where at some point I, it, it looked and felt like I was in outer space. 
And, wow. <laughs> and in this scene, it's like I was sitting in a meditative position, just looking at the stars and everything very like HD clear as clearly as I'm seeing you. And it just became clear to me that I had this feeling that I can ask for anything I want and get it in that moment. And for whatever reason, I said, I want to meet Thoth. And, you know, so I, you know, because I, I, I had heard the name before I, I, would, I had read the, the Emerald Tablets and stuff like that. Um, which is the which is the the um, the body of work that he's created, the Emerald Tablets, and so I said I want to meet Thoth, and in in that moment, all of a sudden, I just started to hear all these voices that were just like, oh, he wants to meet Thoth, he wants to meet Thoth, oh, he wants to meet Thoth, and I was just like, yeah, I want to meet Thoth, and and, and I started to explain to our audience who Thoth is. So Thoth is an ascended master. Is the most simple way to understand. Thought. Kind of like Jesus, uh, you know, Jesus, the Buddha, Krishna, Mary, okay. um, Mother Mary, all, all these beings of light. Mm-hmm. Um, Thoth is an ascended master who is better known as the god of magic and wisdom in Egyptian texts. Uh, he's one of the kings of Atlantis. Um, he's known as he's known as the being to have given us uh, math, science, written language. Um, things of that nature. And he's most, he's most known as the scribe of the gods. So the, the reason why his name is Thoth is it quite literally stands for holy thought. So he's the, the, the medium between humans and, and the gods through thought, through intuitive thought. <laughs> I love how you play with words, man. This <laughs> <laughs> Channeling. Love it, love it, <laughs> love it man. <laughs> yeah, so... so you know, so whether, whether obviously has different, there's different ways people understand them, but I, I find the most simple way is as an ascended master, as a keeper of wisdom and as a being of light. And so that's essentially who Thoth is. Some say he was even the builder of the great pyramids, but that's up for discussion. And so I asked to meet Thoth and through that experience, I got led through this passageway where all of a sudden I found myself at these, these doors that were made up of souls. And it, I'll never forget the visual of it because it looked like the doors themselves were made up of hundreds of souls that were literally the fabric of the doors, but they were very happy to be the door. It was like that was their purpose. Wow. And then the doors at, at some point they opened up and all of a sudden I see this really, really tall table that was much higher than me. If I had to guess, I would say probably at least like 10 feet, 10 feet up there and standing behind the table, at least, I don't know, I want to say like 20, 30 feet tall was Thoth. And at first, because I was on shrooms, I thought I'm like, you know, there was a part of me that was just like, oh, wow, this is a really great hallucination, you know, (laughs) but when I looked at him and he looked at me in my eyes, when I saw the life in his eyes, that's when I knew it was real. You know, when you look someone in their eyes and you see that, that spark of life, you know that they're a real person. So it was that same oh, yeah. spark of life that I saw in his eyes. And, and I remember in that moment, he was just like, very, telepathically, he was just like, what do you want? And I was just like, uh, uh, I'm like <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just kind of wanted to meet you. I didn't expect it to actually happen. And like, I don't really have any questions. And then energetically, it was like, he kind of like dismissed me. Like, I don't have time for this. And... <laughs> And then I was just like, oh, my bad. And I started to, and I started to leave and I was just kind of like, oh man, I'm like, I messed up. And then as I was leaving, 
I stumbled on some sort of realization and I don't remember what it is now, but I stumbled on some sort of realization that was actually really powerful for me. And then I realized in that moment, I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, he did that on purpose so that I could finally have this realization. Right. And, and then I turned and when I, when that hit me, I turned back and looked at him. I, he, I saw him still looking at me and he had like a smile in his eyes. Like, yep, you got it. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause they like, they communicate with you in the best way for you to understand their message. Right. Absolutely. Kind of like yeah. speak your, they try to speak your language. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. They'll, they'll, you know, they, they'll always come through the path of least resistance, you know? So, so the first time I met him was on shrooms, but the times that I met him, you know, cause then there was a time it's, it's a really, I, I mean, I could go into the story if you'd like, but so the, the way that you want me to dive into like how thought came to the physical. Sure. As far as you feel like you need to dive into. Okay. I think, I, I think this will be a, a relevant explanation. For you know? sure. For sure. So the way that, the way that it unfolded is that I, at some point, so I, I got my first apartment in 2012 and what I really wanted was a cat. That was what I, that, cause I had a cat when I was younger, my brother was allergic, so I couldn't have a cat. So I wanted to gift myself with a cat. And to summarize this story, basically I told my friend that I'm like, Oh, I'm going to gift myself with a cat for my birthday. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, wait, she's like, don't go get a cat. My cat just had a whole bunch of kittens. She's like, please have one of my cats. I'm like, cool. And she's like, when I get home, I'm going to send you a picture. And mind you, at this point in time, this was when I just had discovered the book of Thoth and the Emerald tablets. And at the time I didn't know how to pronounce it. I, I was pronouncing it Thoth, you know? So, so I was, I, I understood it as the Emerald tablets of Thoth. And so I was just in this realm. I had just discovered Thoth. And then, and now my friend's like, oh, don't, you know, I'll send you a picture of my cats. She gets home and then the next day she sends me this picture and there's about, I think there was about four or five cats in the picture. And right away, one of them really stood out to me. I'm like, oh, I'm like, who's that cat? And she's like, oh, that's both. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? if that's not a synchronicity, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Who names their cat Thoth? You know what I mean? Like it, it was just so, it, it was so mind blowing to me, especially the timing that I had just discovered the book of Thoth. And all of a sudden I'm being like the, the one cat I point to is the one named Thoth. So needless to say, she ends up becoming my cat and she's still my cat to this day. And <laughs> That's crazy. I, I can relate to that because I got so many synchronicities in my life. And the more, it seems like the more you pay attention to those, like the more they start appearing. Absolutely. For, absolutely. Some, for some reason, I guess what you focus on amplifies. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, our, our, our synchronicities are kind of like the whispers of our spirit guides, letting us know to keep going in that direction. Right. Right. You know, so. And like so you said, up, energy goes. No, what was it? Attention goes. Uh, energy goes where attention flows. There you go. Energy goes where attention flows. Yes. And that's, that's not my quote though. I got that from the secret back in the day. Okay, I heard it from you. So, <laughs> so, um, so I ended up getting both my cat and little did I know she would end up becoming one of my greatest teachers because at that point in my life, I was a very, I was still a very rigid and angry and controlling type of person. Like I wasn't like, ex like I wasn't a, explosively angry person, but I had a lot of rage built inside. Right. And so in order for me to learn how to get along with my cat, 
I had to learn how to harmonize with her, you know, because I used to try and control uh, like how she ate her food and where she ate her food and not to jump on the counter and all these things. And, and when she wouldn't listen to me, I would get angry and then we wouldn't get along. So there was all these triggers that would happen. And so if you can imagine that, like, let's just say that my vibration was here at the moment. And through learning to harmonize with my cat, learning to become more playful, learning to loosen up, learning to be more in the flow, she started to raise my vibration by me learning to connect with her. And then once I got to a, a vibrational peak, then uh, what happened at one point is little did I know Thoth, the being Thoth, had sent my cat Thoth into my life as somewhat of a breadcrumb trail. So that's for almost to say this is, you know, it's a hint of what's going to happen in your life to come. So this was in 2012 where I'm, you know, I'm getting along with my cat and just living life, just doing me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, once my vibration hit a certain peak on October 1st, 2015, all of a sudden I was at a marketing workshop, not on any type of substance. <laughs> and, and it was, you know, it wasn't even necessarily a spiritual marketing workshop. I was just at a marketing workshop. And as I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, this giant gold being of light shows up to my left. It just like manifests in the physical. And, and when I turn and I look, it has the beak. And it's tall, and I realized immediately through my heart space that it's Thoth. And it was just instant recognition. And no one else is able to perceive him. And I look at him, and I was just kind of like, I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's just, he's like, keep watching. <laughs> and so we continued to watch the, the teacher who was speaking. And as I was listening to the speaker at the time, in my mind, I was, I was judging the guy um, just kind of subconsciously, I, I was judging him for not being authentic enough, you know, cause I, what I was perceiving was like, I could see the little kid in front of, inside of him. Like that's so silly, but the way he was talking was very like stone faced and like, yeah, this is how you do that. No, 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 no. So I had a judgment going on inside of me. And so as I was judging him, Thoth comes in and he's just like, he's like, you know, there's more than one form of authenticity. He might not be being his true soul personality, but he's speaking from his heart and that's authentic. And I was just like, whoa. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, and I was, and so that gave me this, that, this respect for him. There was this moment of just like, okay. And I'm like, so what are you doing here? He's like, we're going to be working together and you're going to be channeling me and you're going to be remembering lots of things. And so that's, that's what began the journey with me and Thoth and, and eventually led to, you know, where we are today, where I ended up realizing that I was, that Thoth, is what people would perceive as my past life self. And so I'm an incarnation of thought, or as, or as I like to say, an emanation of thought. Wow. And what thought tells you, you you're going to start channeling me? You fucking listen. <laughs> yeah, and, and I didn't very well. You know, that, that was a, that's, a whole other, that's a whole other story, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All part of the process, though. Yeah, much, man. Very much needed. You know, because it, it, was, it, was, it was scary for me at some point because it was really fun to channel Thoth. And I would channel Thoth for my girlfriend at the time, um, who was actually Judy in, in the Light Leader group. You know, so oh, I would... Good. Yes, yeah, so I would channel Thoth for her and, and, and the students who I was teaching for. But as soon as Thoth wanted me to... He's like, okay, now you're ready to go public with this. That's when I didn't... I, I got scared and I didn't have the courage and the confidence to follow through on that. 
And so that's when a whole other uh, chapter of my life unfolded. And I kind of lost touch with Thoth for a little while because I wasn't acting upon the guidance that was being given. Hmm. So can you actually lose that connection with the being? No, absolutely. So I thought I did. And that's what it felt like because for about, I want to say, two or three years, I didn't hear from Thoth. I, did, I couldn't connect. And, so, and I, so I just felt like I messed up. I was just like, man, I had such a good thing going for me. I had this Egyptian god who wants to work with me and, and all these things. And, and so I was beating myself up. I was really hard on myself at that time. Oh, man, I feel you because I was at a point in my life too, especially when I was single. Mm -hmm. I was single for like a whole year. I was just focusing on myself, right? Meditating and all this stuff. And that was the moment where I was receiving the most things when I was by myself. And then right. I, for, for a period of time, I felt like I, I lost that connection yes. after that. And, and well, and right now I'm feeling like it's, it's, it's all coming back, but in a different way, you know? Like Absolutely. Yeah, because what I ended up learning was that, you know, so I actually went to go see Bashar. You know, and for uh, and for people, yeah. who don't know, <laughs> for people who don't know Bashar, first of all, you have to check him out. But it's basically a dude in L.A. named Daryl who channels an extraterrestrial named Bashar from the planet Esasani. And he's been around for over 33 years. And so I had gone to a Bashar seminar and I had asked him about my connection with Thoth and how it seemed to have dissipated. And he was just like, oh, no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. And I'm like, OK, he's like you have to take actions on the guidance you've been giving first in order for that connection to continue. It's not going to continue without you. But if you don't take actions, then there's nothing to continue. And so right. when he said that, it, it just clicked for me. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, it's true because Thoth had five years, or uh, sorry, like two, three years ago when, when Thoth asked me to do certain things, I never acted on them till this day. And so when I, from my own volition, not because of Thoth or, or any other reason, then this is my own choice. When I started to act on those things and step into more of my true nature, then that connection came back full force and it was like no time had passed. Right. It's all about practicality as well. It's how do you, you know, grab those messages and apply them to the physical world, right? Because it's also important. And I, that's what I like about you is that you also put things in a, in a very grounded way, you know, how do I, you're all about like practicality as well. How yes. do I apply this? And I, and I think that's amazing. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, and, and, you know, and right now, you know, we're, we might be talking in the context, the context of spiritual beings and, you know, and acting on their guidance, but the same applies to something as simple as inspiration, right? If you receive an inspiration and you don't act on it, then of course you're not going to continue the connection and receive more of, the information that was inside of that inspiration. You're not going to continue to dance with the intelligence of that inspiration unless you act on it, right? That's so whether you want to put it in the context of a spiritual being or inspiration, it's all the same thing. Right, and that's something also uh, I've been recently working on as well because uh, I felt that I was, I was playing small for, for a while. I've been having all this inspiration coming in and not acting upon it and now i feel like uh you know starting to walk those steps which yes. uh, i always have the that feeling of like never enough you know like i'm never doing enough and it's yes. like sometimes uh, I'm, I'm i'm working on that but i mean it's 
something of I course. still have until today. Of course, it's a dance, man, right? And it's always about that reflection of asking ourselves, where can I choose to embody more truth? You know, where can I choose to act on an inspiration that I've placed on a back burner or an intuition that I've placed on the back burner? Those are all things that are going to connect you to more of yourself and make you feel like you're living your potential and that you're not playing small because it's you're, you're, you're consciously choosing to recognize that there are certain truths that you haven't embodied or certain inspirations you haven't acted upon. So, of course, there's going to be that feeling to let you know that there's more. Yeah, uh, for sure. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Moving on to something that I wanted to talk about as well is you recently organized a virtual retreat. Yes. Called "Opening to Channel." Retreat, yes. Which I obviously participated in that one. Yep. <laughs> and let me tell you, I was very impressed by it. I I honestly signed up without any expectations out of it really mm -hmm. i have an intention but not not any expectations mm. but that was definitely definitely beyond any expectations i would have had <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> like i really love the the whole group dynamics and really was the first time for me participating in any virtual retreat it's like Mm. Much rather have the the in person experience, but this was like you know I'm not gonna say it was like 100 like it, but it was pretty damn close, you know. Oh yeah, man. I like, mean, and it was, it was a first for me too. I mean, I've never created a virtual retreat, you know. But obviously, we have to adapt to the times as we're in quarantine. And I was I was impressed myself with the, with the level of intimacy that was still there and connection that was still there. And just the magic of all of it, 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 it surprised me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's something I really like is that man, you have this ability to tune into the, the collective, the group mm -hmm. that's there mm -hmm. and really go with the needs of the group. Yeah. Like you don't have like a script or anything like, okay, today we're doing this tomorrow. Never. We're doing, it really was something like, like a dance, you know? Yes. And Absolutely. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'll say you're the closest person I know to the definition of flow, like being into that state of flow. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, no, it, it's it's I, I never plan or prepare for anything. It just doesn't make sense to me. You know, for me, it's limiting. You know, it, it's kind of like if you, if you show up to a conversation with someone, if you're going to go on a date with your girlfriend or just go meet a friend, you're not going to plan how it's going to, you know, like the questions you're going to ask and the way you're going to structure things like that would seem incredibly awkward, right? You, yeah. you just, you just trust that by showing up in the moment and being yourself and being present that your heart will speak for itself. And that's how the magic will happen. So for me, it's, it's the exact same thing, whether I'm speaking on stage in front of thousands of people, or I'm, I'm doing a, a seven day virtual retreat that it's it's the same energy it's that if if i were to have pre-planned okay this is what we're going to do that means i'm making a plan for the people in my head which is not you guys right i'm going like okay this is what this is what it looks good in for the people in my head and then all of a sudden i show up and i realize you have different energies and then i might go oh shit right exactly and, and now that i think about it yeah it doesn't really make any sense 
Right. It's it's just things that we've been conditioned with for whatever reasons, you know, but that that's part of what I like to liberate people from, you know, because oh, yeah. those, th- those things, feeling like you need to be perfect, feeling like you need to prepare and plan and strategize and all these things is a, are, are big stress causers. They can also cause stress. They can cause anxiety. They got cause feelings of inadequacy, you know, but it's, but when you see that those are, are the causes and that you're actually perfect as you are just being your natural self. And that's actually what people want of you. That's actually what people appreciate of you. Then it, it's a game changer and you start to experience true liberation. You're so right about that, man. And yeah, I've been, I've been feeling that as well. Like my perfectionism, I realized it was just another excuse, another limiting belief for myself not to act upon my highest excitement. And now yes. I've just decided that whatever, now even though the camera just moved and it's all crooked, whatever, I'm still doing it. I'm still showing up. Yes. And that, would you say that fear goes away with time? Because every time I do, I try something. I still feel that, you know. I would say no. My heart pumping. <laughs> I, would, I, I would say no. I mean, there's different textures and levels to fear. But like the reason why I say no is, I mean, it goes in waves. I mean, there's certain things that I used to have nerves and fear about that are just not there at all anymore. And so in that sense, yes, it can go away. But as a whole in your experience of life, fear is 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 one of our greatest friends it's a great guide you know because it's letting me know it's letting us know where our next expansion point is it's letting us know that we really right. care about something and we're really excited about it so we want it to go well but we experience it as fear because it's being filtered through limiting definitions in our mind that's why we're right. experiencing it as fear but really that energy of fear is is joy right you know it's like yeah it's like the artist that's about to go on stage and, and that gets really nervous and is just, and starts to get stage fright. It's not actually fear that they're feeling it's excitement being filtered through limiting definitions in their mind. That's why once they do go on stage and they go past those limitations, all of a sudden they explode with excitement and power and potential because that's what the energy really was all along. So I, 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 I love when, when those fears come up, you know, even on the first day of the opening to channel retreat, I was super nervous you know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know you guys. And, and I'm like, I've never channeled. Well, you're pretty good at, at, at hiding it. Though. <laughs> like you. You, know, you know what it is, is I just don't resist it. I, 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 okay. I let it, I let it exist in my body without trying to push it away or get rid of it. I just recognize that it's there and that's perfectly okay. You know, and, and I just, and I just dance. I let my, I give myself permission to be awkward. I give myself permission to to fumble a bit if I need to, but that's, what's going to put me in the groove. You know, it's like when you, when you first get on the dance floor, you know, at first you might be a little stiff, but then all of a sudden you you look like Michael Jackson or Beyonce. I mean, at least in your own right. <laughs> Like I realized that we are the ones giving ourselves all that pressure, all this other people are just looking at you and they're like, Hey, okay, cool. You know? And, and in my head, I'm like, okay, am I going to sound good? Am I going to, I'm asking all these questions of conditionings that we've been through yes. all our lives. Like, yeah, you can't be like this. You got to fit in the mold. You can't draw a circle, you, you know, draw between the lines. Absolutely. And you know, the, the more we learn to focus on others as opposed to ourselves, the more that fear goes away. You know, so for example, that fear, it might be like, 
you know, how well will I do? I hope people like it. I hope this is successful. Those are all innocent fears, but it's revealing that the focus is on ourselves. If instead it's, you know, like my intention is to bring the audience joy, you know, I'm, I'm going to give them everything that they need. You know, if you, as soon as you shift the focus to them, you can't feel the fear because you're getting out of your own way. And sometimes that's a dance. That's wise. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. dance. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. And another question I have for you: What advice would you get? Would you give to someone who wants to unleash their gifts? As in, like, live their their passion or their spiritual gifts? Exactly. Any. Well, my definition of gifts mm-hmm. is basically any ability, anything that's in tune with with yourself with your your soul basically. Mm. yeah i mean there's there's definitely many different subtleties to this but i would say as a baseline as a foundation it really comes to being fully willing to own your truth fully willing to own your truth because in order to experience the truth of your gifts the truth of your purpose the truth of your passions you have to be willing to own your own truth right so and that and that might be something as simple as you haven't you know there's something you've been wanting to express to your parents but you've been afraid of or there's you know or there's a a leap of faith or an action you've been wanting to take but you haven't had the courage to do so these are all elements of of truth that aren't being owned and so you can't experience more of the expressions of those truth when you're in the suppressed state So as a baseline, I always recommend people are just radically honest with themselves about whatever situation they're in and just asking themselves, like, what's your truth? Like, what would you do if you knew it was impossible to fail? If you knew you would be supported, if you knew you would be loved and you knew it, was, you, it would be impossible to fail, what would you do? That question often, momentarily at least, will dissolve and remove any fear-based blinders that you have in your mind. And people are, are very often like, oh, like I would, I would go become a musical artist or I would go to uh, California or whatever the thing is. And so in that moment, they're seeing what their truth is. And so they might not, they might not know the next step in terms of like, oh, well, I, but I don't know what I would do when I get there. And I don't know, you know how I would make money with this thing. Like the you how know? questions and... and <laughs> Exactly. It's going too far ahead, you know? And so that this is where I always suggest to people is I'm like, start with what you are clear on, start with where you do have clarity, as opposed to worrying about where you don't have clarity, because if you act on where you do have clarity, that's going to manifest more clarity. Right. So right. it's, so step one is, is owning your truth fully, which takes courage, you know, by death, by definition, courage is having the strength to live your truth. Yeah, no, that's you right on point on that one. And I feel that vulnerability goes along with that as well. Absolutely. So it's something that has been coming up lately a lot. And so right, because when you're putting yourself out there, your raw truth, you put yourself vulnerable, it takes courage to do that, right? Absolutely. You know, and and I kind of feel like the word vulnerability has gotten a little bit Mm, I want to say like overgeneralized, you know, because yes, vulnerability is a thing, but let's replace it with just being you, you know, it, it takes being you, 
which can feel vulnerable, which can feel exciting, which can feel empowering, right? You know, so it's, it's, I just feel like, like sometimes people have a fear of that word vulnerable just because they think vulnerable means they're open to, to attack. They're open to yeah, because being it's hurt. Been, that way in, in, in our society. Exactly. But if, if, if you're actually living and owning your truth, then you actually can't be hurt. Right. You know, if, if I know my truth, you could say, you could say whatever you want about me. You could call, you could say I'm a fake. You can, you could be racist towards me. I know that that has something to do about you. You're just revealing to me how you talk in your head. And if anything, that gives me more compassion for you, but I know my truth. So, you know, so you can call that being vulnerable. That's why I just say it's, it's just, it's just being you. It's just being yourself. Hmm. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. It resonates. <laughs> Good. So I'm going to go with this question here. Who is or was your biggest inspiration and why? Michael Jackson. Hands down. Michael Dance. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's probably the, uh, an unexpected answer for, for most people. But the reason hey, is... If you feel it, it's, it's not unexpected to me. It's... Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's it. You know, but the answer is, is, I mean, the reason is really just because... Michael Jackson was my first experience of magic. For me, he embodied magic. You know, when, when I would watch him as a kid, I mean, first of all, I was raised on Michael Jackson's music. Literally, when I was in my mother's womb, she would play Michael Jackson for me while I was in her belly. You know, so, so I was raised on that energy. But for me, it was so magical how he would be on stage and summon this energy and just he just turned his head and all of a sudden the whole front row of the audience would faint. <laughs> right. I don't know any artist to this day who does that. Well, Michael Jackson, he created his own thing, like his own, like moonwalk. And all. that's, you know, yeah. You know, never and, seen before. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was like a real life Peter Pan. That's kind of like how I see him, you know, and he literally lived in, in, in Neverland. That was the name of his ranch, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but so, but for me, it was because of the way he embodied magic. And so that taught me the feeling of magic. That's what Michael Jackson really most taught me. And, and that's what it inspired me because it, it just, it, it instilled something within me. I understood the feeling of magic beyond anything else. And I think that's what made me such a great street magician when I was doing street magic or, or anything, or even speaker is because I understand what feelings to summon and how to put that into anything that I'm doing. So people feel it. Hmm. So awesome. yeah, Michael Jackson, hands down. And anyone who could, anyone who who can change from black to white, that's pretty magical. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Love it, man. Um, so, what can you expect from David Lyon in the upcoming months or mm. maybe weeks? I don't know, year. <laughs> yeah, I could. Um, I could reveal something. I have. I haven't publicly announced this like yet. Like a you know, like a. Yeah, yeah no, I'm. I'm, I'm happy to. to <laughs> I'm happy to share. I mean, I haven't. I, I haven't revealed revealed this publicly yet. But um, the next thing that I have coming up is an experience called alignment. Emphasis on the word lion. Light. Oh, oh fuck. You play the words, man. That's magic. <laughs> yes, that, that, and that's credit credit to Lucy Lynch in our group who 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 gave me that term. She was the one who inspired that. So thank Lucy. you, Lucy. Gotta love that soul. <laughs> yes. 
And so, and so it's going to be all about self-leadership and how to live entirely through just being you, how to live entirely through your inspiration and intuition and, and, and um, manifesting your dreams from that space as opposed to hard work, strategizing, plan, planning, you know, basically all the things that people are conditioned to think that they have to do. So it's, it's all around self-leadership and getting into alignment and living entirely through inspiration and intuition. That's going to be one of the next things coming up, which I'm very excited about. And of course, working with spirit and source and your guides and all the magical gifts and abilities that you have. It's always, I, always with you. <laughs> Anyways, always, whatever always. you do. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You know, cause I, I like it to feel magical, you know, since the, the movie, the movement is called living magic. So, so that's, that's, that's one thing that's on the horizon. Um, aside from that, I do have, I'm going to be, I can't talk about everything, but I, I do have, yeah, I do, I do have some good goodies in, in the, uh, in my inspiration vortex, but they're, they're, they're cooking. Even us one thing more, man. That's <laughs> yeah, they're cooking. But what I can say is that, is that people will learn a lot by staying tuned to my YouTube channel because that's where I like to, to sprinkle secrets before other people know. Right. We're going to put the, the link under in the description. Yes. You're going to follow YouTube channel. If you haven't done it yet, go check it out. There's a lot of impressive content. From yes. Hypno thank you. Hypnosis, like magic, all, all the stuff. It's really great. Thank you. Amazing. Yeah. For, so for the people wondering, uh, oh, if, if this guy, is this guy full of fluff or like, trust me, he's the real deal. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can tell you guys that I've, I've, I've met many like so-called psychics before. Like, there's a reason why I, I went to your retreat and mm. tells you, and I don't just easily fall for any, <laughs> any of that stuff. But yeah, that's genuine. The way you do things. I also like the way you, you just give people their own personal power. You know, you, you don't put yourself in a position where like, I'm, I'm the guru, listen to me. And uh, no. I'm the one who can do this. Right. Everyone, like you come from a place of service and I can really feel that. Thank and I, I really love that about you. Yeah, thank you. It's really something I stand for. I really stand for empowerment. And I'm, I'm, I'm very conscious of when people are unconsciously giving their power away when they speak to me as a psychic or as a channel or anyone else. And so I always do my best to make sure that people stay in their power or I at least reflect their power back to them first, you know, so that there's no pedestal created. There's no superiority because that, that's, that's not the point. You know, I, I really right. care about seeing people get into their mastery. And, and when I say mastery, what I mean is, you know, every single person can feel that inside them, they have this unique reason for being here on this planet that you know and you know it might feel like a shine it might feel like a spark but there's just a sensation that's like i'm here for a reason inside that spark that is the attunement of your mastery when you learn to embody that spark and that that essence that is you coming into full realization of your mastery which is your most natural gifts your most innate wisdom that is effortless for you you know, so I really care about helping people get into their mastery because whatever your mastery is or someone else's mastery is, is unique to mine. So that's where I get to learn from you as well. You right. know, so, so I, I, so I really care about that. And, you know, and also just to speak to, uh, to the fluff part, you know, this is, 
it, it's it's definitely been there. There is a lot of fluff out there. There's and it's it's one of the things. It's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm here because there's lots of call you know be it psychics or or whoever who when they communicate you know when I use the word fluff you know it just it just doesn't feel grounded it feels a bit airy fairy you know they might be you know it's like oh well you know in in the fifth dimension it's because the rose colored frequency is interacting with your throat chakra right and they start going into this all this complicated terms and stuff and I honestly get lost in that I'm like cool but I I like it simple because I think, and that's also what I like about your approach is that it's simple yet it's so effective. Yes, thank you. Things I, I think the most powerful things are the most simple ones for me, at least. That's how my truth, right? Yeah, of course, you know, and 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 I believe that's the truth of the things, you know. Like, it, it, someone once said to me that if you can't explain it simply, then you don't understand it well enough. <laughs> right? And, and that, mundo. <laughs> that really landed for me because at the time, this is back in 2012, at that time, I, w- I was one of those more fluffy people where I was over-intellectualizing things because thinking that my fancy words made things better. But, you know, then it was like, well, how would you say that if I was a nine-year-old? And I was just like, whoa. You know, and it made me realize that while the mind may look fancy and there's nothing wrong with that, the heart speaks simple. It you does, know? my man. So it when, and that's, and that's the universal language is, is that simplicity. So I, I've trained myself to be able to speak in such a way so that a child or my grandmother could understand it. That way I know it's coherent. Love it. Love it. And so my final question for you what is your best tip to make this world a better place it's honestly as simple as being yourself and i'll and i'll I'll elaborate on that you know because it can sound cliche but when i say that it's as simple as being yourself i really mean your true self i really mean the awakened alive vibrant liberated you inside because when you tune into your most alive liberated happy excited joyful self that means you're going to think joyful things and take joyful actions and bring joy into the world so simply by you being you and embodying more of your joy and happiness and all those other frequencies you're going to emanate that you're going to carry that out through your actions through your words through your thoughts And so that naturally makes the world a better place without you having to do anything. You're just being, you're just choosing to be your shine, which is at the end of the day, which what I always call your, your, your only purpose in life, you know, which, you know, from, from the opening the channel retreat, but right. The beingness, beingness. I always say, I'm like, if you want to know your purpose, just look at the sun, let the sun be your teacher. You know, the, the, the sun is just here to shine. That's all it does. And so, and just by shining, by choosing to be your unique self as fully as you can be, as expressed as you can be, as a side effect, you help people, you heal people, you inspire, you bring joy. And that's making the world a better place without even trying, just by being. (laughs) Well, on that note, my friend, (laughs) I think we're going to close that up. (laughs) Awesome, my brother. Thanks a lot for your presence. It was really an honor to have you here. Thank you, man. It's been an honor to be here. One love. Yes, one love. Take it easy, guys. And if you and I will say, if you guys want to check me out, 
David Lyon on YouTube is the best way to check me out uh, or on Instagram. And please do check out the website, which is www.livingmagic.life. Perfect. We're going to write the description down below so people can go check it out. And for the Instagram, it was at Lionism, right? It's at Lionism, yes. There you go. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't done this yet, go get yourself a copy of my free ebook, The Thrive Method, a six step guide to naturally align yourself with your life mission, regain your power, and fully thrive on my website, FrenzoRuizHaas.com. I'll put the link in the description below for you to check it out. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Spiritual Warrior TV, and to follow me on Facebook and Instagram as Renzo Ruiz Haas. I want to express once again my biggest gratitude for your support and see you on the next episode. Much love.